Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to The Recovery radio podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. Follow me on Instagram sarcastic.a.book Visit my website recoveryradiokmp3.com and to get the books go to sarcasticbigbook.com and as always I am so glad you're here with me right now I really am I don't know if your day is just, just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle but here we are you and me and I am glad for that Grateful I have no desire to drink today. And I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee right here from Trader Joe's mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. As I've said before, I don't normally like flavored coffee, but that Don Francisco's, they know what they're doing. And I did just do little finger guns to no one in particular. Well, that's not true. I did to you. Not as annoying because you can't see me. Um, yeah. Thinking this morning about how loud my head used to be. And how I thought I was stuck with that. And how it's a common thing, most mostly what people talk to me about. Generally, is is that is is that their head is loud, and a lot of people I talk to really believe they're stuck with that. A lot of people believe that that's alcoholism. It's very very popular. I'm not beating a dead horse. It's it's alive and well the horse, but I will say that. It's not what the big book describes as alcoholism at all. The big book would describe that as the human experience. And I want to read one sentence from the big book and I just want to talk about it because it just... It's a doozy. It's on a little page called Calm Down. Don't yell at me and force me to find it quickly. It's on page 71 of the book Alcoholics Anonymous. It's the first sentence on 71. First full sentence on page 71. I'm just going to read the one sentence and talk about that. We hope you are convinced now that God 
can remove whatever self-will has blocked you off from him. I'm reading that because I will say it again. Most people I know and talk to are not convinced of that. They think they're stuck with that. I used to think I was stuck with it. To me, it's very connected to a loud head. Worry. Trying to play God. Trying to arrange everything. It's the director trying to arrange everything. Self-will. That has me blocked from God. Not stuck with that. We hope you are convinced now that God can remove whatever self-will has blocked you off from him. We hope you are convinced now that God can remove whatever self-will has blocked you off from him. I don't know. It seems like as significant of a question as it is. If I don't think God could remove whatever self-will has blocked me off, I'm going to have a certain kind of life. When I didn't think that God could remove that and I thought I was just stuck with my self-centered thoughts, I was going through a lot of motions. I was going to a lot of meetings. I was doing all the things I was told to do and had learned to do. And I was very miserable, very loud, loud inside my head, not present. About 10 years ago, there's a guy in the community here where I live, well-liked, smiles a lot, sponsors a lot of people, invited me to lunch. I didn't know him very well. I thought, yeah, this person smiles a lot reputation of being very friendly people like him to all appearances he seemed like peaceful talked about how peaceful he was in meetings shared about it and I thought this is great because I feel peaceful I love my life I actually love my wife I don't secretly not like her I don't I I love her I love my life I love her this guy he's married he's happy it's going to be great to bond over this stuff and almost immediately 
um, this person just wanted to bond with me over how kind of bad everything is. I just kind of just nodded a lot and smiled and and I was thinking we probably will not have lunch again because I just don't it just wasn't a match (laughs) and we never did again we talked about it you know those conversations yeah let's do this again and you know it's not going to happen but I think about that person because I feel like it it goes back to that sentence I, I read. We hope you're convinced now that God can remove whatever self-will has blocked you off from him. I don't think this person believed that at all. Based on our conversation and about that. I mean, there was a lot of, you know, really rapid, you know, statements like this. Well, you know, I want to feel better, but, you know, I wake up and my head's already going and there's, there's, you know what I mean? That's my alcoholism and I wake up and it's, I'm, you know, that's just, I'm restless, irritable and discontent. It's like, it's like watching a train go by. I couldn't, get a word in there and it's like it's so much I'm sick I'm sick I'm sick you get it we're sick we're sick we're sick and that's how I was for the first two and a half years of my sobriety really so I get it very grateful I went through the the big book eventually in a way that caused sentences like that to leap out I didn't even see that sentence there's a lot of sentences like that when I was able to remove the filter of the fellowship, which took some doing. So what you're told and what your sponsor says and what you hear in meetings is so loud that it makes the book very quiet. But I went through the book in a way where we really quieted the fellowship and made the book loud. That's when I had sentences like, hey, God can remove that. That's not alcoholism. And it really changed how I applied the principles, how I worked the steps, how I brought them into my life. Really drastically changed without that belief, deeply ingrained so common. I just see needless suffering. I feel like an outcast sometimes going to meetings. I really do. I don't. I'm not. I didn't wake up thinking of me right away. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, it sounds like everything's perfect and bullshit. And, I mean, 
mean, I, I'm used to that. I get it. I'm not saying that. I struggle. I shouldn't say struggle. I have to re-pivot myself many, many times a day from a selfish standpoint to a less selfish standpoint. I am constantly reminding myself, as the book says, that I'm no longer running the show. I'm trying to say many times a day that I will be done, not mine. That's an ongoing puzzle to solve, something to work on. Not saying that I'm, I don't have defects and selfishness doesn't crop up and resentment doesn't crop up and fear doesn't crop up. All these things continue to crop up, but generally speaking, they, they're not, I mean, they don't run my life anymore. And it all started when I was able to quiet the fellowship to the point where the book got loud. And I could see sentences like, we hope you are convinced now that God can remove whatever self-will has blocked you off from him. I'm glad I'm convinced of that. And I'm glad I've experienced some of that to the point where my head is generally quiet. So that's it. I'm going to go. Please email me if you're thinking about it, if you've been tempted to. Sarcasticbigbook at gmail. Or message me on Instagram, sarcastic.aa.book. Read some of the emails that I get, messages I get at uh, recoveryradiokmp3.com. And, um, yeah. We have a new employer. So, try and take that seriously today. If anybody needs to hear it, I'll say everything's okay. thinking about that a lot lately because of the events of this world. So much. So much happening. Heartbreaking stuff. Makes me sick. But I do trust anyways sorry if you're hurting for whatever reason alright I do not know why my life was saved but I'm going to go try to live a life that was worth saving and I hope you do the same